Okay, Boker Tov, everybody. So we are continuing with the Igarat Haramban. And as we reach the very end of the letter, we have a couple of more sentences, a couple more lines left. So Ramban gives his son usage information. He says, okay, so I'm going to give you this letter. So now what do you do with it? So Ramban says, Tikra ha-Igarat hazot pa'am achat b'shavua. Read this Igarat, read this letter once a week. V'lo tivchot, which I thought always thought it means not less than that. But the way Rabbi Ford translated is, and neglect none of it. Make sure you pay attention to everything in this letter. Fulfill it, meaning follow the words of this letter. And in doing so, walk with it forever in the ways of Hashem. May He be blessed. So Ramban is telling his son, that this letter is going to guide you, is going to help you in always walking in the ways of Hashem. Now it's very important that Ramban says to make sure to tell his son to read it once a week because we discussed in the past and we discussed when we started the Igarat that just like any work of Musar, reading it once is not sufficient because reading it once is an intellectual activity. A person gets the ideas, the concepts, but the impact that studying Musar has on a person, the impact of reading something like the Igarat Haramban, the impact that it has on a person is through constant, constant review and allowing the words to seep into one's neshama, seep into one's soul, and to reach their inner essence, to reach their inner being, to affect their ratzon, affect their will, because everything follows the ratzon, everything follows a person's will. So Ramban says, he tells his son, you can't just read this letter once. You have to constantly be reviewing it, constantly be reading it, read it every week, and constantly follow, make sure you're following in the ways and the words of the letter to uh, follow Hashem in, in all the ways possible. So here, the uh, Rabbi Foyer brings us to the halachic concept of the Bidrachav. There's a mitzvah in the Torah following Hashem's ways. So the way the Chachamim interpret this, the simple interpretation, the way the Chachamim interpret it, they say they are, they're obviously bothered. How is it possible to follow in, in the path of Hashem? It's, it's, a, it's an infinite path. It's a non-physical path. So they explain that what it means is to try to emulate Hashem. Look at the attributes of Hashem that are described in the Torah. We do our best to try to be the same. Just like Hashem is compassionate, we try to be compassionate. He's merciful, holy, etc. All those things, so we have to try to do the same as well. However, there's another level of walking in the ways of Hashem as well. So he quotes, Rabbi Foyer quotes the Rambam, with an M at the end, in his Moren Avuchim, Moren Avuchim, his guide for the perplexed. So Rambam over there writes the following, that one who walks with Hashem, so what does it mean to walk with Hashem? He has his, his attention constantly, the way they, they use the word over here, riveted. His constant attention is constantly rivets his attention to Hashem, and he doesn't allow anything to distract him. Meaning, wherever he's going, whatever he's doing, he's focused intensely on Hashem. And in this way, through this, that he walks with Hashem, walks in the ways of Hashem, which he says is the highest level of human existence. It obviously requires much human discipline, much much intense discipline. It can't, doesn't just come on its own. And one who aspires to such closeness to his Creator. He should begin by training himself with what? What does Rambam say? How does a person begin this step-by-step process of reaching this level of having constant focus on Hashem? It comes through tefillah. He starts with tefillah. Tefillah is like the, the springboard, the base point. And once he has mastered tefillah, he can go step-by-step step to 
reach this level of constant focus on Hashem at all times. So after he's trained himself in this way, he will have the ability to more easily sense Hashem's presence throughout the day, even when involved in mundane pursuits. So a very important idea, a very interesting and important idea, that the goal is that even when a person is earning their business, and a person is taking care of their kids, and all the other things that they have to do on a day-by-day basis, that he is always able to maintain to a certain degree, on a certain level, a awareness of Hashem's presence at all times. And then Ramam continues, when a person frees his thought of all the thoughts of all the worldly matters, and he obtains a correct understanding of the true nature of Hashem, and he rejoices in that knowledge. Once he has a, a true understanding of the, of the nature of Hashem, of the way of Hashem, so then there's only, he can only rejoice with that information. So therefore, no evil can be fallen. Nothing bad can happen to such a person who's so intensely connected and clinging to Hashem. He's always with Hashem, and therefore, he doesn't say therefore, but it's understood, and therefore, Hashem is always with him. Okay, He lives his life no matter what he's doing with this constant awareness of Hashem's presence in this world and Hashem's role in this world. So it's as if he's constantly walking in the ways of Hashem, whether or not he's actually walking in the ways of whether, whatever he's doing, even if he's not actually studying Torah, but he's constantly clinging and walking in the ways of Hashem. Therefore, since he's always with Hashem, Hashem is always with him. And uh, he right, for quotes a very, very famous idea from Rabbi Chaim of Elijah, Rabbi Chaim of Elijah, I think we quoted him recently as well in a previous Iger Harabat Shiurim. So he quotes the Gemara Masachat Chulni, which teaches us that if a person internalizes the verse, Hashem Hu HaElokim, Hashem is, he is God. In Od Milavado, there's nothing else except for Hashem in the entire universe. There's nothing else except for Hashem. So then, he'll be protected from all harmful forces. Nothing can attack him. Nothing can get to him. Nothing can reach him. If he's intensely, intensely focused on this phrase, Hashem hu ha'elokim, en od me'levado. When he accepts Hashem's sovereignty, he puts himself fully under Hashem's protective wing. That's how Rabbi Foyer describes it, Hashem's protective wing. Although, there may be many destructive elements in nature, but the man of faith, he understands that these are only in the, there, he describes it as being marionettes in the hands of Hashem. All these destructive forces, they're just, Hashem is pulling all the strings. So when a person is intensely connected to Hashem, these, these forces, which are completely subjugated, completely subservient to Hashem, have no effect over him at all. It tells you the story of Rabbi Yitzchak Zev Salavich, known as the Briska Rab, who, many, many incidents in his life where he was saved from uh, intense danger, whether it was being drafted into the Russian army or when the Germans occupied Poland at the beginning of World War II, and he was fleeing, and he was saved from the and he and he the Nazis saw him, but they didn't they didn't reach him, they didn't bother him. All those things he always he always reviewed. He attributed to reviewing the pledge of the Nefesh Achayim, and he quotes here this the the in other words this concept of Enom Novado. He says if you always think of Hashem. He will always think of you and protect you from all harm. So somebody who's very, very intensely connected, he's always protected. And that's what Ramban is describing over here when he tells his son, the Kaimah Hashem to always be following Hashem. And Rabbi Foyer ends up with this idea from Yosef Leib Blach of Tells, who explains that you can compare the natural forces which threaten mankind to a vicious dog with a long leash tied to its neck. When the animal pounces, the only way the intended victim can save himself is by calling to the dog's master to restrain the beast. 
But if he fails to recognize the presence of the master, then he's truly in grave danger. Similarly, when man fails to perceive the leash upon the forces of nature, he nature he indeed places himself at their mercy. So if a person doesn't realize that all the dangers in this world, all the scary things in this world, are all tied to a leash that Hashem controls, so then he can be, could be really scared. Maybe these things really will have control over him. But if he's able to focus intensely, intensely on Ein On Milavado, there's nothing but Hashem, then all these dangerous forces in the world have no effect over him. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Call to.